Good afternoon and welcome to Post to Post. I am your host, Anthony Kevra. Joined alongside me is Ryan Kraut. And this is the first episode of Post to Post we have had in a very, very long time. Yes, it is. It's great to be back. We haven't had an episode since, I believe, before the Stanley Cups finals started. So it's been, been a very long time, but it, it's always great to be back. Yeah, I believe our last show we were talking about the, you know, game six of the Eastern Conference Final, and then we picked our winners of the Stanley Cup, which I believe we were both wrong. <laughs> we were both very wrong, yes. As, uh, yeah, so for, we'll go down from the end of the Stanley Cup Final to today as the Tampa Bay Lightning win their second Stanley Cup, which I got to say, that was a really interesting series because it wasn't, I, I'll be honest, it wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. I thought it was going to be – once it was Tampa-Dallas officially, I'm like, all right, I'll give it five games max, and Dallas doesn't really have a shot. But they they definitely surprised me. I'm sure they surprised a lot of other uh, people or in, in the hockey community as well. They, they fought, and it, it is a shame that that series didn't get to go to seven games because I think that, that would have been a very intense uh, game seven. Well, as we, you know, as we do know now, uh, they do get to see themselves see each other eight times, so that should be fun. I think that once they actually start playing those games, it'll be very competitive. But yeah, I think the final was was good. I actually thought it would have been a little bit better, but I then you know after the fact when you heard about all the injuries that Dallas had going into the series, I kind of was just like, all right, yeah, this was this was Tampa's one no matter what happened and you know i am happy for tampa bay like they've if there was a team that really came into this season that does that season that deserved it it was tampa oh absolutely and it's been a really really long time coming they've had they've been stanley cup favorites for i don't know at, at least a good four or five years and uh they they finally got it done and i think probably one of the things that really drove them was uh in game three when uh steven stamkos scored uh his goal didn't play for very long in that series but just to see your captain fight all the way back from injury yet again to just even have a chance to appear in the stanley cup finals that's that's gonna drive you and i think that that really motivated them i think that was yeah i think that was after their i think first or second loss then they had stamkos come out he only played one shift he was only it was only on the ice for two minutes and that was it which I don't know if that even was supposed to qualify him to be on the cup. Cause I know that the rules for um, getting your name engraved is that you need to play a certain amount of games in the final, not even the final thing in the playoffs to do that. But I think they made the exceptions to the rule, which, you know, makes sense. The entire final, the entire playoffs was something that, you know, most people were not, you know, had no recollection of ever happening in the way that it did. And I actually do think like overall, the bubble was a great idea, and I have a feeling we will see it again. Oh, yeah. It, it worked out very well. The, the one thing I will say about it, though, is um, at least from a transition standpoint from one bubble to the other when uh, the teams had to go from Toronto to, to Edmonton, at least for the Islanders, they had maybe a day, and they, granted, they were outplayed in that game, but you can tell like they have to get acclimated to a whole new province time zone check into hotels so i would 
for future, I would give them maybe another, at least an extra day just to get acclimated to everything and then have, have them play maybe two days after they get there as opposed to being, all right, we're here not even a day and then we got to play. Yeah. I also think that that was kind of, a, that was a little bit of an issue. It wasn't an issue for Tampa Bay, but I do. Tampa have... Bay was there for a week and a half already. So yeah. Well, I'll be honest, looking overall at like the way that it happened, it was also kind of a rush job in my opinion. Cause you know, you wanted to get the season going underway and they needed to get the playoffs going. And that's why I'm kind of glad that we got to see them really go through the motions of setting up this season that we're currently in. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they wanted to just get the ball rolling, so to speak. And just because these are un unprecedented times and you never know when the next spike's going to happen and just keeping people away from each other as long as possible is really what they're trying to do while still focusing on the main goal of having games and completing the playoffs and now completing this this season yeah and they you know they did announce it was a, it's going to be a it was a it's a 56 game schedule and that there is new realigned divisions for one year only which i do have to say the divisions are really odd and we'll get to that as when we look at each division and you know how everybody's situated and you know who looks the best especially that we've played a few games already and before we get into that, we'll get into like the news of what has happened so far. And the only real news we had to report is that there has been two real outbreaks in the NHL. And um, the one is the Dallas Stars. They have yet to play a single game. And that is not surprising. You know, the NHL did give a time frame uh, at, at the end of the season to have games be played that were on that were, I guess you can say, canceled due to COVID. And then, you know, as well as I think yesterday, the announcement came in that the Hurricanes have postponed their, their all their games until at least this upcoming Saturday after five players were placed on the COVID-19 protocol list. So it's interesting. Yeah, it, it, uh, it is interesting to, to, just to see, because I know all these players, do, they do have a strict uh, schedule. They have to maintain their not there. It's not necessarily as strict as the bubble, but they're still not really allowed to, to go out and just do whatever they want on a road trip, like go to dinner, whatever. They're not really allowed to do that. And to see that the stars outbreak happened even before the season, they had a, a large outbreak. They had 17 players placed on the, the COVID list, which obviously is going to postpone your season, but just, seeing all those players be on the list, I think is definitely a cause for concern. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but you know, in, in the way, as you said, the, the, the time period that we're in, you're not, I don't think it's avoidable. It, it really isn't that you're going to, you're going to have outbreaks, I think in at least each division. And, you know, it's weird to me personally, it's weird that it's all happening in the central at this point, because both these two teams are in the, you know, the discovery central division. And to me, that's not surprising because, you know, that's also the kind of area, you know, the central central U.S. and Florida that have kind of been the big problem in the whole COVID situation. Yeah, that whole area is really the, for uh, lack of a better term, the hot spots so far in that whole, the whole Midwest area. So, and especially in Florida with it, with them having fans in the building and everything so 
it's not surprising that these outbreaks are happening in that then central division and hopefully that they will be able to you know kind of contain it to just these two teams but i would not be surprised if there's uh some more cancellations like we saw with the nfl season there were canc there were a bunch of cancellations but they they've still gotten everything in and we're now days away from the conference championship games so if they they've been able to do it with all the traveling so I think the, the NHL will be able to do it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the only other news that we have front right now is, you know, there has been like, there hasn't been a lot of news because I think teams are also kind of hesitant on doing much this early in the season because we're only a few, uh, I think, what, three weeks in. So the only news we really have to report is there was a trade yesterday that Ian Cole was traded to Minnesota by the Avalanche for Greg, and I'll try to get the name right, Patteron? Patron, I, I think I think it's pattern all something, right. it's something like that but all, all I know is like he's a veteran defenseman and he's going to help Colorado because Colorado of course needs more you know they're, they're they're setting up for a cup run so yeah and Ian Cole we all we know about Ian Cole he he's definitely a uh, a veteran he's going to be there to help a pretty young wild uh at least offense and um for the avalanche they they get back. Uh, they they do get some cap space. They get a seasoned uh, defenseman as he patterns thirty. Uh, his now with his fourth team in the league, so he's he's been around. So it it was kind of one of those minor trades. Ian Cole is a bigger name than uh, his trade counterpart, but I don't really necessarily see this being the biggest trade for for either team, but. It's it's gonna help them both of them. Yeah, it should. And um, you know the way that the divisions look, you're gonna. I'm kind of surprised that they did. I believe that they are no, there. That Minnesota and Colorado. They're are, they are in different divisions. They're in different divisions. Yeah, that that makes sense. Because I was about to say, I'm like, if they're in the same division, that doesn't make sense. So I think in a normal world, they normally they are. Division. So yeah, that that doesn't surprise me <laughs> that they did that outside because I I will I think it'll be very hard to see if teams actually trade within their division this year, especially because the way that divisions ended up lining up that they're uh, geometrically um, more more I guess you, I'm trying to think of the word like more like they're more geometrically sound geographically like like they're yeah, just they're, better they're, they're all closer together so yeah less travel which makes a yeah. ton of sense. So speaking of divisions, we're going to look, quickly look over the actual, like, you know, the, the, how everybody's been stacking up so far in their new divisions and who do we really think is going to come out? Because it is the top four make it. And you do not see anybody. You will not, teams will not play out of their division until the conference final, which is absurd. Yeah, which we've never seen before. And hopefully we're never going to have to see again. Yeah, because that's just incredible that, you know, that every division has at least one guaranteed spot in the conference final, which I guess is okay, but it's also very, it's going to look very odd. And the fact that, like, you know, you're not going to get a out-of-conference matchup until late May. Yeah, and I mean, at a certain point, it not that it's going to get boring because all, all the games are different, but to see the same teams play same eight teams play each other eight times or seven times or whatever it is it's you, you kind of want to see your team branch out like if, if there's a player that 
it's in a different division that you really want to see your team play, they're not going to get to do that and until maybe next year. It depends on the playoffs. Yeah, and I the only good thing about the way the division, the, you know, the way the schedule is working with the divisions is that I feel like the games are going to get more physical. We saw it in the first week with the Ranger and Islander game opening up. Like those games are going to be, they're going to feel like playoff games, and it's, yeah. it should be fun. It's going to be fun. It's just going to be weird. Yeah, it get seeing those t- teams play like the big rivals play that many times a year. It's it's going to definitely add fuel to the fire. Like like you said, with the Islander Ranger matchups, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of um, physicality in the uh, Battle of Alberta, the Calgary Edmonton matchups, and which, which has taken off in uh, physicality the last few years. And they're, they're going to be good, good matchups. No, as they should be. And I'm, I'm really, ex- that's the one thing I'm excited about is that you're going to see that these actual rivalries be insane because you get to see them eight to 10 times uh, uh, for the year. So we're going to start with the West division, which to be honest, when you actually look at it, we're not, this doesn't really necessarily matter about who is where at this point, because it's very, very early in the season. Most of these teams have only played three to four games this year, but we're going to look at it just to kind of see where everybody's, sitting at the moment because i don't think it's going to change that much i think that the the way that this the season's going to go is you're going to see a lot of the t- same teams be good and a lot of the same teams be bad so the west the we'll go from last place to first place as la is dead last with no wins and only two overtime losses so yeah that doesn't surprise me and you know you have basically san jose is seventh anaheim is eighth and Arizona's fifth, and then you actually get into the actual teams who are now eligible to make the playoffs, which is Minnesota, St. Louis, Colorado, and Vegas. This doesn't surprise me. Oh, no, not at all. And that top three, the order might change at some point, but for those three teams, I know it's very early in the season. Anything can happen. For a very minimum, those three teams, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, get ready for the playoffs. Yeah, I think they know that's where they're going. I think the only change you can possibly see is the fourth spot with Minnesota. Because once again, it may be a weird season, but I can guarantee you Minnesota will somehow disappoint everyone again. I mean, naturally, yeah. I it, It's just going to be another year. I'm going to probably hype them up. And then they're going to be like, yeah, we're living up to your hype. And then the last two weeks of the season, they're going to shit the bed because, you know, that's just what happens. And then Arizona is going to swoop in and get that last spot. Yeah. I think that's that it's between Minnesota, Arizona, and maybe if one of these three, you know, LA, t- like California teams actually decides to be a little, like actually get some wins. Like maybe if San Jose decides to actually, you know, be San, like the San Jose from the last few, few years ago. But I, would not hold my breath. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily see that one happening. I mean, yeah. Evander Kane's got a lot on his plate right now. So. Yeah, that's an un- that's an understatement. I think he has more than a lot on his plate at the moment. So I think that whole team has to figure something, figure a lot out before they can get back to playing meaningful hockey. So now we get to have, go to what I think is probably the second best division. And that is the all Canadian division. I think this is probably the weirdest thing that we are get that we basically have all the Canadian teams in the same division. 
And I think it, that is probably, this is the one and only time we'll get this and cherish it because it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be great. The, a lot of these Canadian teams, uh, they have some good talent. And at least um, for Toronto, maybe now is a chance to finally win a division now that you're not taking on uh, Tampa Bay and Boston anymore. Yeah, and I also think, you know, one of these Canadian teams is guaranteed a spot in the conference final. Who it is, I don't know, because there's a lot, I think, to be honest, any of them really have a shot. And I'm including Ottawa in that. Because Ottawa did a lot this offseason. Like, they did. It may not have seemed like they did, but they did a lot. And they got a lot of players to sign in free agency that when I saw they signed there, I'm like, you went where? Yeah, you went, like, you, like, we've called it Hockey Siberia for the last few years, but they've also stunned a lot. They, I think they can also make it, like, I don't think they'll make, if even if they make the playoffs, they'll make it by the skin of their teeth and the way, and, you know, but I don't think they will because no. you look at the, you know, right now it's Vancouver's in last, Edmonton's in sixth. They're not staying there. No, Ottawa's no. in fifth, Winnipeg's fourth, Calgary, Montreal, Toronto. The only, t- like, Toronto's Toronto. Montreal is very is decent. Calgary has the potential to be very good. Winnipeg has not changed much since their conference final run in 2018. And Edmonton is, you know, you have McDavid and Dreisaitl. There's no way you don't be good. And then Vancouver also had an amazing run last year. So I think anyone in this division could really, like in any other, I think this is going to be that division where all the teams could make the playoffs if we were in a normal world except for maybe Ottawa but I think Ottawa could still make noise yeah I mean Ottawa's probably not going to go away quietly because they did have they they had a pretty good offseason but just seeing the firepower that they have to deal with which they're going to have to deal with more because there's only uh seven teams in this division as opposed to every other team having eight so they're going to have to see Toronto more Calgary more and Personally, for me, I think it's going to be Toronto and then everyone else really fighting. Unless Toronto just like completely like craps out like they did last year for some still apparent unknown reason. I think they this is the year that they're going to finally this. I think this at is a the, minimum win the division. Yeah, I think this is the best opportunity for Canada in general to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, yes. And we have not seen a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup in our lifetimes. So, well, we've seen them in the final. We haven't seen them win it. That is true. You know, we have not seen them win it in our lifetimes. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have seen them make the final. But I do think that there is a good chance if I think if they all play up to their potential, they can easily, you know, we also don't know, like if there's an outbreak, they may just, the entire team may just not be good for a few weeks. Like that's the scary thing is there is actually things out of our control that could ruin the the whole season. And we don't know that yet, but I'm hoping that it doesn't, I'm praying that it doesn't, but I think, you know, if you are in the North division, the uh, Scotia North division, you should be very, very excited. So from there, we're going to go to the central. And this is now the Discover Central. I, I love, I just love the names for these divisions because they sold the they, name rights. They have to, they have to get uh, money any way they can. They lost a lot of revenue. Yeah, and I think, I think they even said before the season started that it would have been cheaper to just yeah, cancel that. <laughs> but 
here we are. So the Discover Central Division, which I think this division is just really, this is probably the oddest division out of everyone. Yes, it's it kind is. of just thrown all of the teams that really didn't have a place into one place. And like they took a marker like, and <laughs> circled teams on a map. <laughs> like, like, right, they're going to be in the Central. That, that's the Central Division now. And you have Dallas in last place by complete, like just because they haven't played a game. Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, who has now, who has two wins, which, you know, I also think it's the story of the season so far. Detroit, we're having two wins by now. Yeah, and the fact that I think, to be honest, like Detroit is in the same boat as Ottawa. I think because of the way that the the season is going to go, and the fact that you see all these teams at, and that just these teams, they actually, I think they don't have a chance to make the playoffs, but they have a chance like Ottawa to, you know get morale up i guess i mean when it gets to be later in the season i guess they can try and play spoiler but after the season they had last year i mean you can't really be any sort of optimistic oh well you could you know there's nowhere to go but up especially because you lost the draft lottery like you could just there's any you can go (laughs) anywhere but up and you have carolina nashville florida and tampa bay which i love how the two florida teams the ones who are you know florida teams are top two at the moment and they're both undefeated which just that's amazing <laughs> yeah i don't, i mean i'm not surprised tampa bay is undefeated so far florida yeah a, a little bit but i mean they're used to playing in front of like three thousand fans anyway so yeah like they, they somebody saw a post where it was like they because they have fans in their building they're like yeah no this is the same amount of fans we'd get on a normal basis so it's <laughs> yeah, like, like if you had shown me this picture Anyway, I would have been like, all right, everything's fine. Nothing's going on in the world. Yeah. To, to be honest, this division, I think, isn't – I don't think this division is what's going to end up happening because you haven't seen Dallas at full strength. I don't think you've seen Columbus really pick up either. So I think that there's going to be some shifting around here. But I do think Tampa's basically going to run away with this. They have no way not to. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. It's It's – their division to lose and if they lose it then that's that's very surprising but yeah. i think once dallas gets everyone back and and they start going i think they're gonna make some noise um carolina they're they're not gonna stay quiet so i mean chicago had a pretty good run last year surprisingly and yeah well that was just because you know you might as well go out with a bang i think that was their whole mentality with that because they knew they weren't going to go far but you might you, you might as well try yeah i mean you're not going to just give up you, you made it that far just like just see how far you can go yeah and now to what i like to call the group of death the mass mutual east division which i like i'm so surprised they actually called the mass mutual because i don't even like mass mutual when i think about like that's massachusetts and there's what one team from Massachusetts yeah. on this in this entire division. Yes, so, the Mass Mutual Insurance Company has one team in their state. But yes. All right, and then they just they just get the whole naming rights, but whatever. So this is like if you had to just like the, this is why I was upset when like they they announced the division. Like the the, the Metro division was already difficult. Yeah, and you made it worse. It's literally the exact same division that it usually is, except with Buffalo and Boston instead of Columbus and Carolina. Yeah, so you basically took away the lesser teams and gave us harder teams, which just why well, would you a harder that? team in Buffalo? 
Well, hey, I don't think Buffalo, like, I'll be honest, Buffalo right now is last in the division, but they, they got they got Eichel and Hall. Like, they, they can do something. I mean, yeah, but it depends how, you know, everyone else holds up. Two players doesn't make a team. They're not going to play every shift. Well, I also think that we're going to see a lot of, I think a lot of these teams aren't going to be as good because, you know, Right now, it's Buffalo, the Rangers, Boston. Boston's Pittsburgh. been very surprising to me so far. I think that's just because they just, they're off to a slow start. I think the Rangers can be a lot better. Boston can be a lot better. And everyone else is either playing above their expectations or, or just about their expectations. Because this can just, I think any one of these teams can make the top four. Because... And then you go and it's Pittsburgh, the Islanders, New Jersey, who's third for like, that surprises me. And then Washington and Philly, the only team right now that I think is playing to their expectation is probably Philly and Washington. Everybody else I think is playing either under or over their heads. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, uh, Washington's there, they're always going to be at the top. As long as they have Ovechkin, they're going to be at the top. Uh, obviously losing Braden Holtby was a big loss. They had gone into the season expecting to have Henrik Lundqvist, but now he's gone uh, doing very well at home. Thank God. But now they have to turn to this kid in his young twenties and he already the bat, the starting goalie when he didn't expect to be a week before training camp, but yeah. that's not so far. hasn't really affected him. Philly, I still think Philly's kind of overhyped. They have been playing very well, but I mean, Carter Hart's a monster in the net. So as long as he's there, there Philly's got a good shot. Yeah, I think that that's, and we'll get into the predictions of who we think is going to be the top four in a moment. But like, you just look at, like to me, Buffalo can play above. Buffalo can be better. The Rangers can be a, a ton better. Boston is Boston. The only team that I see actually slipping a bit more is Pittsburgh and New Jersey. Like, I feel like they're going to start to get the decline midway through the season. And you're going to see team, you're going to see a very interesting top four come out of here. And the problem is only one of these teams can make it far. So I think it's really going to be an interesting division in general. That's why I call it the group of death. Cause I think every single one of these teams could be a cup contender at some point. Yeah, I mean, currently right now, I think New Jersey is playing over their heads a little bit. Um, obviously, they've been up, they've had a great start. They, the two games against the Devils, they played very well. I don't know if it's because either they were playing well and they're going to be good this year, or Boston was just struggling because they they don't have Tory Krug anymore. They don't have Zidane Ochara. David Pospinok's currently uh, recovering from hip surgery, so I'm sure all of that had something to do with. Uh, the performance, but New Jersey played them very well. They played very well against the Rangers last night. And yeah, but I don't think that's, that's really going to last. And Pittsburgh, I think we're going to see the same thing that happened to Pittsburgh last year happen again. They're going to be towards the top and then their age is going to start to catch up to them and they're going to start to decline. And there are ultimately, I think they might finish around like fifth. So they, they, Personally, I think they'll just miss out, but I think that's that's going to happen again. Yeah. So, well, I got we'll start with the east with the Eastern Division, and who do you think is going to be the top four that make the playoffs? So, I 
personally believe the the top four is going to be uh, Boston. They're they're not going to stay quiet. They're going to get they're going to get hot once they get everyone back. Um, Washington. Uh, I'll go Philly because they've been really surprising the last I don't know I'll say season and a half they really again ever since Carter Hart came up they something was like just clicked and they're like oh all right we got a good goalie now so we can do this and I'll I'll say the Islanders get in there because with just the run that they had last season and aside from one or two pieces their team's exactly the same as it was last year so i'll say that they get in so we'll go boston philly washington and the islanders for the top four all right mine doesn't really change all that much i think it's going to be philly boston washington and the islanders just i feel like you know philly you know i think philly has the potential to win the division but but also i think that fourth spot you know the one that i give to the islanders can go to either Pittsburgh, New, the Rangers, or, you know, or, you know, New Jersey and Buffalo, if they get hot at the right time. I think that fourth spot is fourth and third spot is kind of just those two are up for grabs as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, I can, if the Rangers get hot or if Pittsburgh get hot, I can definitely see them getting in. They're not bad teams. Uh, the Rangers are obviously a, a lot younger than Pittsburgh and don't necessarily have the uh, the big game and end of season final push experience that that Pittsburgh has, but with what we saw last year right before the pause, they were getting really hot. And if if they had continued the season, I think that well they they would have they would have made the playoffs regularly because they were just on a such a hot streak, and there was really no slowing them down. You know, I, I agree with, with all that. And I do think that out of all the divisions, the East is the one where it's basically a coin flip. So going from the East, we'll jump to the West next, the Honda West division. And I think this is very solid. I'm going to go with um, Colorado as one, Vegas is two, St. Louis is three, and Arizona as fourth. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much what I have. I think it's going to either be Vegas, Colorado, one, two, those two teams aren't really going anywhere. St. Louis is pretty set in stone at three, I think. And then it'll probably end up being Arizona. As we mentioned before, Minnesota is probably going to crap out, but it's going to be one of those teams. Cause I don't really see any of the, the California teams making any noise. The they're all just lost. They're, they're all in like straight rebuilding mode. I think it's going to come down to that fourth spot being just basically whoever wins like the most of their games against each other. Yeah. I mean, and now every game is worth a lot more in the standings than it usually is just because you're only playing the teams in your division. So every game means a lot more, especially when there's a lot less of them. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the best way you can think of it when you think about this season in general. And yeah, so that's going to be very fun to see which teams pull out more stops and pull out harder like they'll pl- who plays harder for the long more longer period of time to get those impressive wins so from there we'll go to the north 
And I, once again, the North is like the East to me. Like you can really just pick any one of these four in a combination. But I'll go with Toronto as one. Edmonton is two. Winnipeg is three. Montreal is four. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I can definitely see that happening. We could list a whole bunch of different combinations and they could all potentially be right be, just because of how close all these teams are. But I do agree. Um, Toronto won. I don't see that changing. Um, Edmonton's definitely going to get in there. You are not keeping a team with uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle out, especially since um, they, with just the chemistry they have and the talent they have, they're not they're not going to go quietly. So they're going to make it. Uh, Winnipeg, if if they can get going. I'll put I'll put them in there, and then Vancouver. Honestly, I think they're not going to stay quiet either. They they've really surprised me. I didn't think that they were going to uh, even make the playoffs uh, last year, but they definitely surprised me. And Thatcher Demko played very well in the playoffs. He really really helps Vancouver. So I'll go I'll go with Toronto, Edmonton. I'll go Winnipeg and Vancouver. That's an inter- once again, it's an interesting mix, but like, I'll like it's to me, it's like, once again, you can pick any four combinations and none of them would really surprise me because that division is just, it's like the East. It's very close. Yeah, so the only thing that would surprise me is if Ottawa did end up making the playoffs. That's the only thing I really don't see happening in this division. Any other team? Yes. Ottawa? I don't think so. Yeah. I think if Ottawa does it, it's a, it's a struggle. It's like a really big stroke of luck that if they end up pulling out the fourth spot. I mean, they're so, used to only showing up 56 games a year anyway, so. Yeah, so it'll be fine. But So we'll move our last division, the Discover Central Division. And this one, once again, I think this is going to be really hard to tell only because I don't really see, you know, this to me, this is the, it's as I said, it's the mishmash division. And I think it'll be Tampa 1, possibly... I want to say Dallas number two, if Dallas can play up to their ability. I don't know if they can. And then I would think maybe, yeah, screw it. You know, Carolina, Columbus. I think it'll be Tampa, Dallas, Carolina, Columbus in that order. Yeah, I I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, As we mentioned before, this is Tampa's division all the way through. They're they're not going anywhere. If they even fall a any lower than I'll say third at any point, then that's going to be very surprising. Uh, once Dallas pl- starts getting going, they're not going to stay down. They, they want revenge and they play Tampa eight times and they're not going to, they're not going to go down quietly. And then Carolina, we saw they, they have a, a great team. We saw what they did in the uh, qualifying round with the Rangers last last year they made it to the conference finals not too long ago and then columbus again they made the playoffs the last couple years shocked the lightning a couple years ago they shocked toronto last year they did that and we saw that they could really for the most part keep up with tampa bay through five overtimes so i i agree i'll go with your exact same order on that one All right, so that is our look at the NHL at the moment. We will see you all next time when we actually break down everything again and see how this crazy season is going to go. You guys have been enjoying Post to Post. We will see you all next time.